Hello, dear friends. Welcome to another Instagram Live chat series with a very inspirational entrepreneur that is from India. Today, we're going to have a chat with Shruti, who is Indian, who lives in India right now, and who is an author. And let's wait for a couple of minutes before we invite Shruti to the space. So some live followers, because this is a live event, but it's also going to be recorded so you can watch it later when if you're missing this live meeting right now. But for the live followers, let's say wait for a couple of minutes. So we have people coming in and then we start our conversation immediately. And meanwhile, I have also seen our guest Shruti here. So Shruti will wait for two minutes while people are coming. And then I'm going to invite you to this speech. And right now, myself, I'm Perchin Imrek. For the people who don't know me, I am the organizer of this event, Entrepreneurship Talks. I'm a trainer myself, I'm a speaker myself. And every now and then, I invite people that I find inspirational and have a chat with them about life, about entrepreneurship, about what they do. Yeah. And right now, I'm in Los Angeles. Actually, I'm a guest at a house. And the most suitable place that I could have this meeting was the garage of the house. So the lightning might not be perfect, so sorry about this but this was the most optimal place that I could have this meeting with the internet connection and with the light. So as a traveler slash entrepreneur, sometimes I have to adapt, the adapt to the conditions that I am in. So I also wanted to explain that from the very beginning. And if you're already here and if you're willing to stay with us till the end, if you want to grab your tea, grab your coffee, grab a glass of water, you can do that. And we're going to start in less than two minutes. And then I will introduce Shruti very shortly, but obviously since she's our guest of honor, we're going to let her do most of the talking. So yeah, let's wait for a couple of minutes. And meanwhile, for the ones who do not know, cheers, <laughs> for the ones who do not know what I do and what we do, I'll just shortly explain to you what is that. And if you're not following me, feel free to follow me as well. We are more or less in the same circles with people like Shruti, where I also try to inspire people with my experience with what I do. I'm a young entrepreneur, I'm a trainer, I'm a speaker usually focusing on productivity. I work with companies and I also do such online events to have a bigger community around me and to be able to inspire more people and obviously as a result, be inspired myself as well. So this is shortly what I do. I don't want to speak too much about myself, but the reason that we're doing these events is firstly to inspire and secondly, of course, to be inspired because each time I do such events, I meet amazing people. I learn much more about these people and also with the speakers exchanging that knowledge, that inspiration is priceless. So in less than a minute, I'm going to invite Shruti. Shruti, if you're ready, you can already ask, uh, send a request to be in the live chat so I can easily invite you here. And then we're going to start our live chat. Once again, if you want to grab a cup of tea, cup of coffee, your water, do that. We're going to be here for the next 30, 40 minutes. We're going to have a chat with Shruti about life, about entrepreneurship, about her work, about being an Indian entrepreneur, about being a world citizen, about a lot of things. So this will be fun. So dear friends, I'm happy to invite Shruti today, who is an author, who is an entrepreneur, who is an inspirational person. I have met her through LinkedIn while I was looking for like-minded people and we had a good communication she responded to my message immediately i said um, i like what you're doing would you like to have such an event with me and she said yes i would like to we talked we connected well and there we are so i am with great pleasure inviting shruti
And if I'm mispronouncing your name, dear Shruti, I'm very sorry. You can correct me once you're connected. And Shruti will be with us in a few seconds. Dear Shruti, <laughs> hello. Hi. How are you? Hi. I'm good. How are you? I'm very good as well. It is a pleasure to see you here once again. And thanks for accepting our invitation. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> it's my pleasure. How is how is the situation in India right now with COVID and with everything? Just as a as a, a pre-opening. <laughs> so the situation. Uh, so I don't want to talk about COVID at all because it's something that's not under my control, and it's just something that I can't do anything about. So no COVID talks with me. Okay. Well, this it event just, is not. It just puts me in a very uh depressing mood because uh, when i face the reality is just not something that i want to consume so no covid talks i know the situation is bizarre and the unfortunate thing is i can't do anything except being uh, within my only surrounding so yeah. that's what i'm going to do well you can be safe you can do something about it but you cannot directly change the situation yes and exactly. it's also something that we can speak about actually in my trainings i talk about it a lot where a lot of time the there are situations in our lives that we cannot change but the only thing we can change is our attitude and our behavior towards them and and that's a very crucial factor but again you are our guest you'll do most of the talking but before everything for people who follow me who don't know you yet i mean i see a lot of friends in the comments there saying hello shruti you know and that's amazing obviously <laughs> hello shruti's friends a pleasure to have you here and but shortly for people that doesn't exactly know what you do can you give us a short summary of what you're doing right now yes uh, so hi my my name is shruti and i am from india kolkata and currently i am freelancing with a couple of uh, agency uh, in india as well as globally and i handle a few brands independently so i mainly work as a copywriter and uh, as a social media manager content writer and apart from that i also overlook my family business so we have our business on amazon and google my business so that's how i turn to be an entrepreneur <laughs> i can say that because uh, entrepreneurship is is a curriculum that is so vast and uh, it's it's just so vast that you can't just describe it in a one word it's it, it's something that you feel when you become an entrepreneur it's it's something that you feel that you experience it's it's a it's a gamut of world even itself so but yeah i would like to consider myself uh, a small entrepreneur if i could call so that's about me and i okay. love meeting people all around the globe and uh, being a freelancer gives me the opportunity to interact with so many people and i understand different cultures when i talk to clients what are their work ethics and things like that so i i love that part of Uh, of the job and obviously uh, there is a lockdown there is this covid situation but still i get the opportunity to interact with so many people despite everything uh, so this is something that i am very thankful and grateful for my work that's amazing that's amazing and i'm curious what made you do what you're doing right now because india also like turkey and a lot of countries 
generally they want you to be a part of the system they want you to get a job a regular job be safe be secure right so what made you the person that you are and i guess i mean from experience for a woman it's even harder because there are some certain expectations from a woman like get married have babies blah, blah, blah. so yeah what do you how did you become the person who you are i i'm sure it has a big answer but if you could answer it in a few points what would you say uh so i think i became i have become the person is just because of my surroundings so uh full credit goes to my family my parents uh my brother and my friends so uh so, so even my friends are my family i don't want to consider uh them just a part so this is family that i have chosen and i have the family that i am born with and uh, so i i feel very grateful when i hear stories of women who who are so super talented but just because they are born in a certain condition in a certain situation and they can't really experiment and explore their true potentials it it really hurts me a lot but whatever is possible from my end i always try to encourage them and just try to help them out in any way that is possible for me and the reason why i somehow got landed to to this whole freelancing and the entrepreneur side is that uh, i i joined my family business in 2018 so i just wanted to explore the whole online world how it operates and things like that uh, and i had been i had been on so associated online i've been writing my blogs since my college so um, i i was aware of this whole online world but then it there was this situation and this time that it it just had a very uh, other side of the story so it was like everyone is having living the good life and things like that which is which is not really the reality everyone has a two story a two side story so it's something that you show online and it's something that's um, behind the scenes so most people don't show what's really behind the scene they just want to glamorize everything so i i i i try to stay away from the glamour side of it because uh, yeah that's that's not me <laughs> personally but uh, so when i started exploring online and things like that i understood this whole world of freelancing and then you it gives you the opportunity to work with so many brands globally understand the business side of it and you you just explore everything that's the fun part of it i mean it has their its side of challenges and everything like that but then you get to explore so much and talk to people in dms and things like that something that's not possible and understand their cultures and just so many businesses ideas that are around i mean there is there is a business for literally everything so yeah, that's 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 what just pulled me and i've been I stick to it till <laughs> now. Nice, but yeah, having the entrepreneurial life also has its downsides, as you said. Like, not you are not becoming Elon Musk immediately, and even Elon Musk has its difficult has his difficulties, probably that he often talks about. But the point is, yeah, it's not all glamour and millions or billions and always cool stuff. It's a lot of hard work, it's a lot of dedication. and it is a lot of failure obviously and i guess one of the crucial aspects of being an entrepreneur is to be open to these kind of failures 
to be resilient on them and to learn from them and try to do better next time. There will always be failures, obviously, and this is a part of life, as long as you're out of your comfort zone. But I want to ask you, like, I'm sure you had a lot of failures on the way, but uh, how do you take these failures and how do you try to tackle them or manage them in your life? If you would like to speak about failures a bit. So I think <clears throat> failures are a part of life and we learn so much from our failures than we can ever learn from our success. And it's only through self failure that we are able to really assess where things goes wrong and things like that. So earlier I, I used to get very annoyed with it, with the whole uh, world of freelancing and meeting with the clients, interacting with the clients. And you know, when, when you really want to work with someone, when you, ma when you match the vibe, but then something or the other doesn't, uh, you know, it just, just doesn't gel up either the project scope is too much or the other issues. So these are, uh, I would consider these are sort of a, uh, not exactly a failure, but it's just a reminder to recalibre you to a certain part of it so that you can also assess uh, what exactly you want to do, what field you want to get and really explore your craft and the whole domain side of it. And uh, regarding failures, I have, a, I have a very funny story that, that I would like to divide into two parts. That's the online failure and the offline failure. <laughs> so since uh, I, I have an experience of working with my family business and uh, so earlier I was uh, pre-COVID. <laughs> so I used to uh, also handle the offline shop and uh, as well. So interacting with the customers there, it's a it's a totally different thing when you interact with the customers online, and obviously you face so much of setback uh, yeah. when the customers just reject it on your face, and when they just tell you, okay, we'll just come back, and you know we just really like the product, but uh, we don't want to buy it or something like that. So that's a sort of failure, and that also equipped me to handle the situation online, and. Uh, and another thing is uh, competition. So offline also, both, it's, it's, there is competition online and offline. But the thing is, even if the business is same, the business model can never be the same. So even if you are selling, uh, suppose a cup of a mug, a coffee mug, and even I am selling the coffee mug, and even though our uh, customers, the target audience can be the same, but how you approach them, how you behave with them and how you interact with your customers is really what differentiates you, your business and your work ethic. So it's very important to understand and an analyze what your business is and uh, focus mainly on the customer retention and be very customer centric. And it's very important if you do that early on and find your target group and the target audience and whatever business that you're operating it early because it gives you the added advantage to uh, to showcase your USP. So these are the few failures I would say that uh, that that I learned from time uh, both from online and offline. So that is how it has shaped me and I, it's still molding me uh, to really understand the, the, the whole uh, world, the whole business world. So yeah. <laughs> The whole entrepreneurial life, yes. I think failures will yeah. always be a part of our lives. 
but I guess it's important how we look at them. Like instead of looking at them necessarily negative things, when we see them as opportunities to learn, then things change a lot because it's all about that. There will always be ups and downs in life, right? And well, also some people start writing and asking questions on the comments part. So people who have questions, because when you write in the comment parts, it disappears easily because some people join and some people write. So if you have any questions, please write on the question part, which is the bubble with a question mark in it. So you can click on that and type your question, which will be kept there. And at the end of our chat, we will have a little Q&A session and then we can forward your questions to Shruti. So if you have any questions, please write there. And then we will look at all the questions at the very end, guys. And after speaking about failures, I would like to speak about successes a bit. Like as an entrepreneur who is out of the status quo, especially in a country like India, that doesn't necessarily support that, especially I guess with women. What kind of successes do you think you have achieved so, achieved so far? And obviously these don't have to be like material successes, but any kind of success that you see for yourself. And how do you take these successes? Because I think also like having a strong mental against success towards successes are important. It might be dangerous when you get too comfortable with one success, two success. I think the key is to be uh, keep humble, keep on doing what you're doing. Obviously celebrate these little achievements, but still not really getting too comfortable with it because then it will go down very easily, mm -hmm. especially in a world where things change very fast. So what is your opinion on successes and how do you take on your successes, Shruti? My definition of success is when you are mentally free and you have the mental peace, that's, that's success for me. So uh, again, uh, the, the wavelength of success varies <laughs> for me. Sometimes on days I, I feel bombarded with everything, with the every information, whatever I'm getting and things like that. But yeah, like you said, it's very important to celebrate our a small achievements because it might seem that uh, it's 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 very small so like talking to you is a kind of an achievement for me it's 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 it's, it's a part of my success uh, so so we we should celebrate whatever little success and whatever that we that we can get and anything that can make us smile it should be our success and it's not always that you have to reach a certain target you have to you have to reach reach a certain goal obviously it's uh, very important to uh, have those aspirations as well but it's also important to be mentally very in in a very balanced position that i would say is a success so whenever in in my meditation sessions whenever i i am able to not think anything and then analyze that I'm not, I was not able to think anything and it was peaceful. And the, the after effects of meditation is working on me. The, that's when I call a success. And uh, yeah, career wise, I think uh, it's, it's, I still have to achieve that. Uh, one success I would really appreciate myself was that I published my book last year uh, during the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Though I, I failed miserably to market it because then again, uh, I think we writers, we, are, we, are, we can just write and then when the promotion parts of it comes, so 
it becomes very tedious i like oh i have written and now i have to promote this as well what do i say you know bye 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 i don't want to come off as you know an imposter or something like that that's another and, that's another art marketing yeah a lot of yeah. people produce but marketing is a whole complete different thing like malcolm gladwell the one of the famous author who wrote the outliers actually i'm i'm not sure if it's outliers or another book of his but he wrote a book like 10 15 years one of these books 10 15 years ago and it just became popular 5 years ago so like it was published in say i'm not exactly sure the year but 2005 but nobody bought it until 2015 and then it sold millions so it's not always about content also about the marketing sometimes you need that click yeah. and it, it is not easy for me as well so i understand you completely yeah so yeah and the other thing was uh, so i started uh, being active on linkedin uh, last year at around, uh, sometime around may may june and uh, i started exploring the platform and uh, so I, i always used to uh, comment on a linkedin page uh, very often i used to comment because i really like the sort of news that they share and it really i really found it very insightful because it was not only industry related but with the when i was reading the whole story it was very intriguing and it helped me improve my writing style and the structure also so i was commenting frequently there and just one day they featured my post i was like wow i'm getting so many notification i don't get so many notifications so it just blew out of proportion and then then i was like what what just happened i don't know i just commented and how how what just went uh, went so then i started exploring okay they featured the comments that they find very good insightful and uh, something that everyone should read i started googling about it and that's how i understood uh, the whole uh, featured thing so that was a biggest achievement for me that i would say to be featured on news uh, in linkedin news uh, both in india and in their global pages also so that that uh, boosted my confidence to you know stay active stay post and just share your opinion because uh, because in online we have the liberty and also there is a responsibility to post not just anything i mean you wouldn't post just anything no matter what people say just post anything you wouldn't obviously share some silly thing but yeah be more be more strategic about it and think of it uh, so what i feel is take everything that you post online very considerably because you are leaving a footprint digital footprint and if if there is anything that goes wrong i mean you have to pay your price so be careful about you post and be authentic obviously be very authentic what you post about and uh, yeah so i think these were are my little successes that uh, i'm very proud of myself i i i need to remind myself every time whenever i face my set of failures and everything like that but yeah we should remind ourselves because uh, we can't depend on our every time on our friends on our families to you know motivate us then why do why should they remind us i mean we know our strength but it's just that we don't want to recognize it it's just that only when there is an outward push that will like, oh yeah oh yeah i know oh yeah so it's very important to have that shield also but then 
everything should come from within or else it, it you can't sustain yeah doing it from inside from the very beginning keeps you going a lot because you don't always get it from outside and yeah, it's more reactive than proactive and i guess yeah, success is combination of keeping it consistent and at some point it reaches to some breaking points and it comes very unexpectedly but you have to have a lot of content behind it and you have to have consistency so people have something to hold on to so you you're not just famous for 15 minutes and then people go back to their business but people actually follow you All right and what about your future plans Shruti by the way if you don't mind me asking how old are you now i'm curious <laughs> why should i say <laughs> you know you don't have to that's okay <laughs> Because I want to ask you about your future plans. That's why, like, like because because if any of my relatives are seeing this, I could be in trouble. All right, no worries. Then we will keep that as a secret. <laughs> they would they would just contact my parents. No, no, no. I don't want to trouble them. <laughs> okay, no worries. But I'm curious about your future plans, though. Like, what mm-hmm. do you plan on doing in the future? Do you want to keep on doing what you're currently doing right now? Do you want to change some things? what do you envision in your life in the next 5 well 1 5 10 20 50 years tell me tell us a bit about that please uh so so in 5 years i think uh, i should be more stable in a way that uh, i'm able to achieve whatever i have planned for now there are there are a lot of things not materialistically but uh, there are a lot of things that i still need to achieve and i i hope within the next 6 to 1 year 6 uh, months to 1 year i'm able to achieve that and the long term vision is uh, to set up my business and uh, and re- uh, so from whatever learnings and teachings that i have consumed from all the from the all the mentors online and offline i've i've come to believe that whatever you learn you should share with others and that's how you will grow and not just for popularity because it's your humanitarian responsibility also to you know share it with everyone let the world know about you and again it's not just for being famous or things like that but then when you die who will remember you so so there is a very famous uh, book by robin sharma who will uh, who will cry when you die and so it's 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 so philosophical and it's it just touches your heart i mean i mean yeah i mean my parents could cry my friends could cry uh and you know it's just it but who else will cry i want others to cry also not just my friends <laughs> so so you know i i like to i like to leave a, a footprint of mine a digital footprint so that you know people say oh yeah that was the girl yeah i know i have read about her so i want to do something very tangible in that regards uh with respect to uh contributing something for the for betterment of uh, women also in my rural locality and uh, if i'm able to do something in a national and international level i think there's nothing like it. that should that should be the dream obviously but uh, yeah apart from that uh yeah the 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 so the long term vision is obviously to reach more people and inspire other people to whatever situation they are in their lives right now they should believe that it's uh, it's possible and it's figureoutable so whatever it is uh, it it too shall pass <laughs> that's a good future plan
that when you die, hopefully uh, later rather than sooner, that people who don't even know you personally, they will say, ah, that's a shame. But then they will also say, she left amazing things behind because we will all die. So obviously that's unavoidable. But yeah, when we when that happens, that could be tomorrow or in 60, 70 years, we don't know that. And when people say, yes, this person left a mark on the world, then I guess, yeah, that's worth considering. Mm -hmm. And for people that could be anyone in the world, obviously, but I'm sure a lot of Indian compatriots would also associate a lot with you. And for anyone that would like to go in the same way as an entrepreneur and as someone where who is self-made and who wants to freelance and all that, what suggestions would you give? So when people contact you and say, Shruti, I find you very inspirational. I want to be like you or I want to be an entrepreneur. Do you have anything that you can share with me that would get me started or that would get me going? What would you say to these people? I would first say whatever questions that you have first, Google. But Google it for only one week. Don't get drowned in the pages because it's a never ending. It's a never ending. And you can Google literally everything. Whatever information is available online, it's free, but it's invaluable. It's gold. But don't get too consumed with anything so much that it just confuses you because I have been to that place and I still get stuck in that loop. I, I want to know this. I want to know this. And then once I got to know this, I want to know this also, and I'm not able to take action. So whatever field, whether it's freelancing, or whether it's you want to have your own product, digital product, or a physical product, or you, are want, you want to start your own business, take a week, or maybe a month to gather whatever basic information you need to get started. So whatever business that you are operating in, just take the basic information, and then apply it. Because most of the things we learn on the job. So education can just help us to understand, to figure out and analyze it. But then the practical aspect of it, you only learn when you really apply it on the job. And yeah, on the job and theories are very different, by the way. So we were told to write long essays and things like that. But in, in, in the email, they say no. Just write two letters, two two sentences. We don't we don't want to read it. It's it's not a literature class. And I was like, but in, in literature we were asked to write such long paragraphs. Why? Why is that? So, and I think so. Online education is very important. Basic things like uh, writing emails and things like that. You you will obviously learn it on the job. And uh, yeah, if. If there's anything that I can help anyone with, whatever limited knowledge that I have, I would really love it to share with anyone who can benefit from it. Fantastic. I love the advice, Google things first, because, yeah, I also feel that a lot of people are asking me questions that they could easily Google. For example, they ask me, how can I improve myself or what kind of platforms there are where I can improve my public speaking? But if they would write the exact same question on Google, they would find Toastmasters and a lot of things or about anything related. So I guess building the muscle of learning to learn is very important. And that starts with something very simple like Google. And it will take you in a lot of directions, right? And from there, as you said, applying it into real life, like trying a bit, trying, failing, trying, failing, and doing better, doing better, doing better each time. Then soon enough, you will get there. I, I, I 
very little amount of people do that, but people who do that and people who keep going, they do achieve a lot of success, such as you. So I would like to congratulate you on that as well. <laughs> and yeah, well, first of all, I still have a long way to go. We all have, we all have. So that is that is, I guess, that is more than fine. But we, I will check the questions that are asked to you now. So these are my questions because, again, I don't want to take too much of your time as well. But before I move on to the questions, I, I, I feel that this has been very productive. This has been very fruitful. So I would like to thank you as well for your amazing insights. That has been fantastic. And I'm glad that we have met and that we are having this discussion. So somebody asked, Mr. Paul, 0407. <laughs> is how can we always stay motivated as entrepreneurship is not always cakewalk and initially it's mostly failure. That is, that is, that is, a, that is, not, a, that is not a wrong statement. So <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> how can we always stay motivated? So it's impossible to always stay motivated no matter how many quotes that we read. Yeah. And the thing is, we just have to accept that it's okay not to be always motivated because it's you you should just have the zeal to do it just 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 get it done just get it done and whenever i i even i still feel and i i text my friends you know i'm not motivated you know tell me something how can i do the work i'm i face this sort of failure is just crumbled me it has just consumed me and things like that but then we have to accept that it's just like it's not always possible to smile every time it's okay to not stay motivated. It's, it should just come from within and accept that it's okay. But just get the things done. If it's a it's a priority, get, just get the things done. And obviously, nothing is a cakewalk. We we just have to uh, learn to like the donut. Also, it's not always good to consume cake. I have, I have, I have a donut. <laughs> It's it's never good to consume cake if you if you're talking about our health, <laughs> but it's fun sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, I I definitely agree with your point. Like, I'm also very against on this, like especially the American style of motivation, where you always have to be motivated, always have to work, always have to be successful, always have to wake up at five a.m. I mean, there might be some truth to that, but we should also remember that we're human beings. We're not robots that we have ups and downs. We might have personal problems. We might have professional problems. We will have difficulties. And it is okay to feel bad. It is okay to sometimes not want to do anything. And sometimes it's okay not to do anything. Like as long as it's, it doesn't go chronic. So you might feel very bad that day and say, okay, I'm not going to do anything or I'll just send this email and I'll take care of myself. So because our mental health, our emotional health, mm -hmm. our physical health is the most important without this we don't have anything. So pushing ourselves to be motivated will be much unhealthier in the long run. So in these times, we have to be self-aware and say, okay, I shouldn't do anything right now for, for me to do things in the longer run because I don't want to burn out. So you, don't, you guys don't have, always have to feel motivated, 100% super energetic. It is okay not to do that every now and then. Make sure that you take care of yourself every now and then. And in time, you will learn to build up systems where you don't always have to do everything yourself, where you will have team members that will do it with you. You'll have systems that will do it with you. So you won't always have to keep on doing things yourself. So you can just overview and coordinate things. But yeah, I like that point as well. Shruti, thank you very much. Well, 
Yeah, that is more or less it. Again, I don't want to take a whole lot of your time, but this has been a fantastic conversation. I loved hearing an entrepreneur from India, especially a woman as well, because I know how difficult it is in that region of the world as well, especially for a woman to do that. And I think you're a good inspiration for every kind of person, but I guess for, for young That's for young kind of you to say this. For young for young girls especially, that is another layer that you're proof that this can be done regardless where you're from. And despite all the difficulties that you're doing it, it's very inspirational for me, Shruti. And for the friends, before I give you the last words, for friends who are watching this right now, feel free to share it with your friends. It will be saved in my Instagram uh, TV. So you, in my profile, you can always get this. And we will also put it in our YouTube channel. Uh, my name, and we will put it as a podcast on Spotify as well so in a few days you can listen to it while you're driving while you're jogging and I'm sure Shruti will share it as well so you can all benefit from it so if you're here live that has been great so we have interacted a bit but for your friends who missed this feel free to share it with them because this is why we're doing this to share it with as many people as possible to inspire and to be inspired Shruti, I really appreciate your time and I would like to thank, give you the last Thank one. you for inviting me. <laughs> I, I, I have one question for you now. So you being an entrepreneur yourself, uh, uh, walk us through a journey, uh, something that that just felt the aha moment in your life that, you know, this is, this is just it for you, that you have well, found I, your aha moment. Well, you have to invite me for an interview to get answers from you. <laughs> okay, that I'll say about that then. There have been a lot of such moments, but I remember one very specific moment in 2015 <laughs> where I was in the beginning of the way and I was getting constant rejections for like from training companies and from com any company that I could potentially work and earn money with. And I remember staying at on my bed and my, we, were, we were, I long story short, I had a hostel back then and we were in one of the rooms. My mother was in the room. She was on the top bunk bed. I was in the bottom bunk bed. And she was sleeping. I was also like almost sleeping. But for some reason, something came to my mind. Like and I had an epiphany and I said, why am I not organizing events on entrepreneurship like these talks? And obviously pre-COVID, it was face-to-face. -face. And then I started sharing this idea with my mother, but she was half asleep. So she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, was, I kept on going, I kept on going. And soon enough, I started organizing those events. And in Istanbul, in different countries, in Turkey, where I'm from, or all around the world, I did, we did more than 100 events like this. And it grew an amazing community around me. And the reason that I'm doing what I'm doing right now, if people know me, if I'm able to influence people a bit, this was a very big aha moment for me that I had. And then I followed it. So this is something that I will never forget. And I always share it and it's also important for me because the memory includes includes my mother and it has an emotional value attached to it as well so yeah that i can say yeah i think uh, it's, it's such a beautiful story obviously it's a very emotional one yeah it is, it is. all right Shruti, thank you very much it was great to share thank all this you. with you we will be in touch anyways i really appreciate you being here i really appreciate you thank you I thank everyone who stayed till the end. Thank you so much. Hope you, you. enjoyed our conversation. Thank you, guys. And keep in touch with all of you. Don't, if you're following me, follow Shruti for sure. If you're following Shruti, feel free to follow me. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. -bye. Okay, bye.